Hi, and welcome to episode 58 of the Canny Conversations podcast, powered by The Pathway Group. My name's Mark Wakeley, one of the team who bring you these podcasts that we hope inform and inspire you, giving you an insight into the world of The Pathway Group. If you're new to the podcast, let me tell you there are already 57 episodes out there, and you can listen to all the past episodes by searching for Canny Conversations on your preferred podcast platform, or go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen. The main person behind all this is Safraz Ali. Saf set himself up as a social entrepreneur over 22 years ago. Being raised in Birmingham's Alum Rock, his early life and experience gave him an insight into the life and needs of an inner city community, which is at the core of his passion for improving the lives of people through education, training and apprenticeships. In this week's episode, we take another look back at some of the topics we've covered in the latest series of Canny Conversations. We've taken the important elements from the previous episodes entitled Emotional Intelligence, Peer Coaching and Support, and External Stakeholders Feedback. And we brought them down into a selection of bullet points for you to easily digest and guide you to the expanded versions available on your podcast platform. We start with, where does emotional intelligence sit in your organisation? Is it valued? Does it make a difference? Hello and welcome again. Um, Emotional intelligence, emotional savviness. You know, we as individuals need to be in a position where we all, one of our key skills is about being able to read people, read situations. I want to share with you uh, something else as well today, which is about how we can read uh, people and situations a little bit better. There are some people, you know, who are not aware of themselves in terms of their weaknesses, uh, not aware of themselves in terms of the impact that they make. They may feel that they're insecure. They may feel the fact that they are uh, not contributing less than what they, they are or more than what they, in fact, really do. There may be an element where, uh, you know, we talk about win-win uh, and this win-win-win culture they may be in a position where they have a win-lose mindset or win-lose mentality. You know, we create that environment where, you know, we're all moving ahead. We can protect our culture, you know, the, the, the culture of lean, agile, responsive, the culture of moving forward together, the culture of sort of high-performing and how do we create that high-performing culture, high-performing environment. And, and really, there's a word that I often use, which is about us being attuned being wise. And, and somebody who is, in my opinion, wise is uh, somebody who is uh, a listener, or who is empathetic, who takes account of others, who intuitively understands things, you know, understands uh, where they are, they're transparent, they're open, they're sharing, you know, they're, they have a creative, imaginative outlook. And they're the people who set goals, they're the people who are visionary, they create that win-win sort of culture, uh, they're, they're the sort of wise owls and so forth. You want to be talking to people who understand, you know, how they come across, you know, who are attuned to what's what's happening in, in the world, you know, who understand their weaknesses, who understand, you know, potentially uh, areas of where they've got to improve, who are in tune and in sync with what's going on. At the other side, you've got people who are sort of inept. Everything's about games. Everything's about one-upmanship. It's not about authority. It's about putting the other person down, questioning certain things in the right way. And again, you know, questioning if it's done, you know, challenging, 
positive manner is what we all want as an organization. And it's not always about believing that I'm right or the manager's right and so forth. It's actually giving your perspective. You know, it's about the right intention and it's about doing things in a way that actually works. You want to be coming across as transparent, coming across as, you know, giving it all. Somebody who is actually starts with yes in mind, starts with the right intention. You want to be coming across as somebody who actually, you know, wants to make change for the right reasons. It's about uh, supporting each other, that peer challenge, peer support, accountability. You know, we've got to move away from playing that victim card. We've got to move away from, you know, blaming others. We've got to really move away from of living in our own world and, and having that little bit of camps within camps and really under, understanding the uh, uh, individual responsibility that we have in terms of our role, individual responsibility that we have in terms of our department or, or centre, but also the collective responsibility understanding the fact that we are only as strong as our weakest area and we you know we have that element of where we are and a lot of that goes back in terms of this emotional intelligence uh, element of it is see our understanding of trust this is the bedrock is our number one currency and again your definition of how you see trust is important trust isn't about honesty or integrity i keep saying trust we need to live and breathe this in terms of what trust is and how do we build trust with each other, how do we build trust in our department? How do we build trust in our center? How do we demonstrate our competency? We're gonna do that by our capability and our results. We create an environment, we create an atmosphere of trust. We develop meaningful relationships. We get into a position where we've got these relationships and everybody talks about good relationships, but people can't define what that is. It's not just about likability, it's not just about getting on. You know, it's, as I said, you know, going back to our definition of team, you know, we're not a team because we work together. We're a team because we make each other better. We make each other stronger. No one person is responsible for the success of the business, uh, for the success of the company. It is a team effort. If we want to grow, we can't grow without this trust. So as an organization, we talk about being emotionally uh, savvy. So what we want as an organization is this word that we've used in the past, which is about fit for purpose. If, if you start off with being fit for purpose or talking about fit for purpose, it starts with your intent. I, I will share with you how I would like uh, our organization to uh, to look at smart targets and look at generally how to get the best way of getting smart targets. And from my perspective, the way I would, I would look at this is that if you look at uh, smart. So if we're talking about specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and, and time-bound. I, I personally think focus on the SMT, which is the specific, measurable, and time. The A and the R within the smart. You know, you could deal with that later. There are other people who you know who have got slightly different wor- versions of that. From my perspective, again, when you're setting these targets, and I think it's important the fact that we have these goals. It don't make it too complex. You know, one center sometimes you know d- does it all. In terms of our uh, uh, the people in, the, in this business, we want to get the best uh, out of everybody. We want everybody to deliver to be the best version of themselves. We want to want to be in a position where we understand what your strengths are. We understand what your areas uh, are where you excel. We also understand areas that you can actually make the biggest impact. And we want to focus on strengths. You know, people sometimes focus a little bit too much on areas uh, of improvement or weaknesses. What we want to try and do is be in a position where 
We can, you can revel in your success. We can excel in your strengths. And that right level of support will get us to a position where, you know, it's that knowledge, skills, and behaviors, which is, again, fit for purpose to what we're trying to do. Everything sort of comes back and everything sort of is connected again. You know, so you'll, you'll see patterns of conversations going on. You know, so you'll see patterns of things that we've, we've spoken about because it is all interlinked. It's all connected. We now touch on the power of coaching in the development of individuals. From new insights to new perspectives, peer learning is an important part of supporting colleagues and teams. This is going to be about peer support, peer coaching. As an organisation, we definitely believe in the power of uh, supporting each other. And I've said before, we have a number of peers that you can get support from. Some of you will have experience of coaching and the coaching processes and you can be able to draw on your experience in terms of peer coaching and how peer coaching can create a powerful combination of open questions. And at the same time, it can give you a diverse range of perspectives in communication. It can be done in a group. It can be done on an individual basis. Coaching is really about asking questions and asking questions that people will be able to hopefully answer but allows those answers to develop insightful information for them to implement and to think. One of those questions could be, what is the best or the worst outcome from that situation that you could imagine? What does your gut sort of tell you to do? You know, what decision do you think you'd be most proud of in a year from now? What are the possible benefits of doing nothing? If you didn't do anything, what's going to happen? Another question which I have asked in the past is, you know, how are things likely to change in any case? What's going to happen if you left everything to happen in, in its own due course? What does success look like? What's a successful outcome looking like for you? And how do you know uh, that you've achieved it? So what resources exist that you could draw upon that might help you in your current situation? What's your biggest obstacle at this moment in time? What's the biggest challenge that you have? What's your biggest obstacle to success? What's your biggest challenge? to your desired outcome, to your success. What personal strengths can you bring to the situation? Also for people to start thinking about themselves as a leader, you know, what does this show about you as a leader in this situation? How are you dealing with it? What does this, what's the message that you're showing to the world? You know, where's your best performance at the moment? Where are you performing best at the moment? Uh, what have you learned from the past challenges that could help you with your current challenge. Who's going to be affected by this and why? What's going to be the ramifications of this? What's going to be in the impact of this? If you look at this challenge from another person's viewpoint, what would they do? What sort of leader would you like to be in, in this challenging situation that you're dealing with? What information do you have currently that allows you to make decisions? What information do you need in order to get a clearer idea of the possible outcome. That, in, in a way, are some, some sort of questions with regard to peer coaching and peer support. We are a team because we make each other better. We make each other stronger. Each one of us has three group, key groups of people we can learn from and three groups of people that we can learn and support. Those that are ahead of us in a specific area those people that are at the same level as us in a Pacific area and those that are behind us in a Pacific area as well. So those three sets of people. When one teaches to learn, 
Peer coaching and support is really a, a process of powerful, open questions. So I think insights is, is a key word because with the powerful questions, you know, you're in a position to actually get people to reflect. If you're behind in terms of performance, what do you need to do to actually recover? If you look at your current challenge as a whole, then how would you deal with that? If you look at your current challenge in bite size, uh, how do you deal with that? If you were to advise somebody else in your current position, what would you say to them? If you were to give this advice, somebody came to you with the same problem that you've got, what would you advise them? What would you say to them? What would they need to do differently? And how would you break it down for them? How would you explain this particular issue for them? I think there's many questions that potentially, as I said, you know, gets the person individual thinking. It's really a combination of these questions. And let's embrace peer coaching, let's embrace peer support. Now the value of feedback from external stakeholders, where SAF explores the process and actions Pathway takes, using examples of recent reviews and inspections to develop a roadmap for improvements and ensure the organisation and its people are truly fit for purpose. I'm not going to be talking about culture and mindset on this one. We're mainly going to be focusing on feedback that we've received from external stakeholders. In terms of us as an organisation, we've said it before and I'll say it again, our vision is changing lives through skills and work. Our mission is uh, enhancing knowledge, developing skills and changing behaviours to transform communities. Uh, so investors in people uh, or investor in people is something that we've been with since 2005. We've always retained uh, IIP status, investors in people status, and this time round uh, we've gone with the gold uh, status, which is you know one of the highest ranking statuses for for an organisation. And one of those areas that they focused on was the management team and the line managers in terms of their establishing objectives, establishing objectives for uh, performance appraisals, and and establishing those objectives for those performance appraisals to people that they're managing and to a management framework. So that's something that we're, we're looking at. They also suggested and praised the fact that, you know, we've got some element of uh, planning in terms of succession planning. And they also suggested the fact that we continue our, our approach to succession planning. As part of the induction process, the company induction process, how do we make sure the fact that that's consistent? And how do we make sure the fact that everyone can uh, receives the same induction process, you know, whether they're coming to the head office in, in uh, Tysley in Yardley or, or the don't. And one of the recommendations was the fact that possibly that could incorporate some of the videos from senior managers, senior leaders, myself included. And, and this is one of the reasons why we're looking to get our onboarding, get our communication within the organization consistent the leadership and management competencies are very clear in terms of why, uh, in terms of uh, the focus on teaching and learning, and that that teaching and learning and development needs to be at the heart of the organisation. The next stakeholder report that I want to talk about now is Matrix, and Matrix is a quality standard for predominantly information advice and guidance. It's got some recommendations and it's got some areas where we need to look at uh, some improvements. And these are slightly more learner-focused and, and more 
uh, focus on the customer. One of the recommendations was the fact that we look at the whole journey and we review the whole journey from start to the end, ensuring the fact that from initial engagement of learner right up to sort of the progression and onwards, that you know we are very clear and we're consistent again the word consistent comes that we are uh, we've got clarity of what we're trying to achieve we know what our end is and we know exactly what we're looking at well what they're saying is that sometimes the bdms and you know frontline tutors may not have all the knowledge of other areas so they're not in a position to cross refer or upsell or look at other activities that we could do with those individuals. So therefore, they're depriving potentially of, of that learner. They're also not giving the best uh, advice and guidance and not supporting the individual. And also at the same time, the organization is missing out. Other areas in terms of you know feedback and, and sort of suggestions with regard to matrices, uh, a lot of it is to do with career progression routes. You know, we are aware of the resources. We're aware of the fact that, you know, this uh, CEIAG, the careers and advice and guidance is embedded throughout the organization. Other areas that were recommended is that we've got to be standardizing our approach. Again, that consistency standardization comes in, Gatsby benchmarking, and ensuring the fact that you know we are selling the benefits of our courses, uh, of our programs, and we support those courses with informed uh, information. The next sort of stakeholder feedback that I'm going to talk about is feedback that we've received on the back of an Ofsted that uh, we were involved with, with Circle. Some of those areas were ensuring the fact that we've got uh, the CPDs and the CVs are updated for all uh, tutors and delivery staff. Again, something which is a tick box exercise, but needs to be done. Progression monitoring, you know, how the progression of those individuals is monitored and how at any moment in time we're aware of where each learner is and what the, the progressions are. Again, curriculum keeps coming back again and again, how leaders within the organization are meeting to discuss curriculum, how the decisions are made on the curriculum that we choose, where we chose it. And that again was, was coming in in terms of that breaking down silos within our organization. We as an organization talk about sustainable development goals, you know, the global goals of United Nations. We are a purpose-driven organization. We are about we are a profit for purpose business, so we automatically are very much in that whole element of purpose and our intention is there is very clear because that's how we've been set up. How do we measure our impact, our social value impact, and, and how are we acting in the best interests of us all? So some these are these are the sort of the areas we talk about in terms of our social sustainability, in terms of our economic sustainability. So feedback from external stakeholders is absolutely vital in terms of us looking to continuously grow, continuously make those changes, ensuring the fact that you know we deliver our mission as a result of uh, the feedback that we've had. If we just take those feedback and put those into actions, that will help us strive to be better, help us strive to deliver on our sort of plans. And that effectively becomes a tool for our development, a tool for as a roadmap uh, for our uh, progression. Thank you so, so much again for listening. And thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts with you. Thank you. If you'd like to know more about SAF's success, the lessons he's learned, and how they might help you, then take a listen to the previous podcast episodes. From these, you'll hear how he set up various business network groups for underrepresented business communities, or his involvement in community projects, or his instigation 
and involvement in a plethora of awards. Just search for Canny Conversations on your podcast app or go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen and click on the Canny Conversations picture. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please like, review, subscribe or follow and tell your friends and colleagues about us. If you'd like to know more, then go to cannyconversationspodcast.co.uk or go to SAF's website, safras.co.uk. Safras has also written a series of easy-to-follow business books, Canny Bites, and these are available from cannybites.co.uk forward slash buy the book. We'll be back soon with more from Safras Ali and the Canny Conversations team. So until then, stay safe. This is a 1386 audio production.